0: Greetings to all my food business owners and thanks for stopping by. I really do appreciate and value you taking the time to listen. So it is absolutely paramount that I give you tools, skills, that I, I lift the rug on what we're gatekeeping uh, in order for you to do your best work. So I once owned and ran an award winning cafe. I absolutely understand what it's like to open a business with a vision and a passion to make a difference through either a food service or drink offering. I absolutely get it. I get what it means to you and I get what it means to everyone around you and what it is that they go through as well as what it is that you go through. And that is a podcast for another day all on its own. But today, what I want to talk about on my Instagram channel, I try and put up hints and tips and tools Um, of what it is you need to do in order uh, to run a bigger, better, stronger business. Because that's what we're here to do. Business is money. Might sound crude. Uh, Some of you might immediately press stop uh, on this uh, audio. But what I want you to do is just tune in, bear with me, come with me on the journey. And so for me, the hardest thing for me to teach and train is the balance between passion and business. And what I come across, and I'm four years in this specific space as a food business coach. So I'm over four years as a food business coach working with Irish independent food business owners and operators. And the biggest hurdle that I come across is that passion outweighs business. And what does that mean? It means we're fueled. Our decision making is fueled by passion. Uh, Our upset is fueled by passion. Uh, our our reluctance to grow uh, is is caused by passion and passion can be one of the most negative fucking elements of running a business if it's not curtailed managed and utilized expertly and it takes time to recognize it it takes time to understand that passion can be your biggest hindrance and it can take time for you to understand fully that operating from a different space will actually run a bigger, better, stronger business. And so one of the key topics that I want to discuss today, uh, it is something that I absolutely love. Uh, It's something that comes up all of the time because there are only three essential ways to make more money in your food business. I say that again, there's three essential ways for you to make more money in your food business. And now I would like to say profit, but we have to look at that. It depends on how you are operating your business. It depends on how you are directing funds or misdirecting funds. But if you're clever, you can utilise this and I can change that to three essential ways to make more money and profit in your food business. But because I'm not inside your business, because I don't have, uh, Uh, inside information as to how you are currently operating, I can't promise you profit because you can be sabotaging your own business through mistakes that you are making based on passion. So I hope that makes sense. If you are in a position to really take an aerial view and understand fully that these are actually essential components for you to make more money and profit in your business, then let's get cracking. And if you are still fueled by too much passion, Get in touch. Let's work together. Let's spend the next three, six, nine months getting ourselves in a position of of authority within our own business. We may be the business owner, but that doesn't mean we have uh, an air of authority or control over what we're actually doing. And that's a big piece in order for profit to come into your business. Uh, it's you running your business with a business mindset, rather than you running your business with a victim mindset and the victim mindset is that overuse of passion that can turn quite negative in a moment um, and that can also bleed into all other areas of your business and it hampers progress it holds you back it holds your business back and it's also a virus to not only your staff but also to your customers so there's a huge piece in this so anyway let's get cracking number one and i want you to write these down i want you to write the three of these down um, as I'm talking about them and then after this podcast I want you to pop them up on a wall where you can see them and then I want you to task key players within your business. So staff members, I hate the word staff, team members uh, that are part of the journey with you and you're going to give them A number from one to three. You're going to give them one and you're going to ask them to develop that. What does that mean to them? What does that look like for them? What does it look like for the business? What are the steps that we can implement? How creative can we be? So you want to task them with the discovery piece of this and to come back to you with that information. And it's a very exciting project for people. They love to be involved within your team and they love to. Offer up brilliant suggestions. Never overlook the team that you employ. There's certain people on that team within your team that are outstanding standing at something like this so let's really capture the skill set that is at your fingertips because it doesn't always have to be you coming up with all of the solutions all of the time include that team bring them with you have a great idea yourself absolutely for sure but you're going to balance them later on when you review all of that feedback so number 1 increase the number of customers you have so some, something that is really terrific and very simply done and it's as simple as you want it to be, or it's as elaborate as you need it to be. The choice is yours, but it is that development piece around this. So implementing a loyalty programme. So by implementing a loyalty programme, you're leveraging the buy-in and you're actually securing that repeat business. Because we love to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. We love to be an absolutely loved loyal customer. So that loyalty piece, uh, given back to your customer. So what's in it for them? If they spend how much or buy how many, what are they getting back? How are you securing their continuous uh, spend within your business? Because if we look at it, if they spend 10 coffees. So let's work it out. Open my calculator. Where are you, you devil, when I need you? So let's just say 350 for coffee. You're going to multiply that by 10. So that's 35 euro spend. And we're going to divide it by 11 because you're actually going to give them one free. So it's 318 per coffee. That's essentially what you're going to get. So I want you to look at that, the gap between what it is you're taking on and what's the profit per item um, and uh, work with your accountant, work with somebody that's great at figures, understand fully the impact and implications on your business, but also understand that by securing those 10 purchases, what that looks like for the business, you're securing 10 purchases. So what is the difference between those 10 purchases um, at 350 versus what it is that you need? So you're basically. And I'm going to minus that. So it's 31.81 minus from 35 equals. So the cost is 318. Anyway, it makes sense. 318 from the business. It's amazing to create that loyalty, to create that guaranteed spend for that cost implication really is terrific. So what we need to do is we need to look at what the business uh, is in a position to take on board. And you need to be quite clever and strategic about it. You don't implement a loyalty programme just because someone else is doing it. You don't implement it because 10 is a magic number. You must understand fully what is required for you and your business to thrive. And also it is creating that loyalty. You're guaranteeing that spend. A certain quantity of those people will spend the full quantity of 10 purchases and you are getting that in your till. There's something very beautiful about that. And it is that piece then of saying, thank you so much for guaranteeing 10 spends of 350. Here is something I want to give back to you. So know what it is your business can do and survive upon. Um, so that's something that's very simple, and it can come in many forms. As I said, it doesn't have to be a drink. It can be a lunch spend. You can get that minimum spend per head increased. You can prevent it from being just a, a minimum of three fifty. You can get it to eight fifty. So ten sandwiches spent. What's the cost implication on the business? How much is it for that actual uh, sandwich to produced? Um, and how much guaranteed spend are you getting in? So understand what it looks like from that aerial position. So what you want to do is create the opportunities to strategically and cleverly collaborate with other relevant industry partners. So thinking about your your loyalty programme, use a POS system, understand is there a print system that you need to integrate as well if you don't have a clever POS system and then you're going to look at industry partners. So you're going to tap into their database for your benefit. And so let's think about that. Is it your coffee supplier? Is it a producer? So who can we work with? Who can we shine a light on and who will then? As a result shine a light on us uh, because we are doing that for them so what we're trying to do then is increase uh, our awareness and the visibility of us and our business through their platforms so being quite clever about it and as I said your team members are very clever they really understand this space so task them with creating clever ideas and solutions for you and your business and you want to also ensure that your mission your vision and your values are aligned through sous Out your organisation and throughout the decisions being made here as well. So, when you are increasing the number of customers that you currently have, you want to make sure that you're doing it in such a way that it represents the business fully. Okay, so it does take a bit of effort and time, but you must invest in that space to ensure that it is that full alignment piece, that what it is that you're offering works for the business and it's that collaboration piece that works with and for the business as well. And so, remember, we buy from people who have their shit together. This is so... Uh, such a a poignant sentence because I will actually refuse to go back to a business if I feel that they're really disorganised and they don't have control in place. And it's something that really gets under my skin. Uh, It's that mindset of I'm too busy to invest in my team. I'm too busy to train my team. I'm too busy to clean my counter. I'm too busy to sweep the floor. If you're in that mindset, I can promise you that if you're using that as a statement, Well, then me telling you that there's three essential ways for you to make money in your food business makes no fucking difference because you're not going to implement it because you have a mindset, a victim mindset of being too busy, of being too deep in the business and that nobody else gets it, nobody else understands it. I'm telling you now that that's a mindset and I'm telling you now we must work together because we must take that mindset. We must educate and train you, give you the tools and the skills required for you to elevate yourself out of that mindset because for us to do business well, we must elevate ourselves out of that mindset. Uh, So you must have your shit together in order to do better and and to secure those repeat uh, customers and then to add on uh, more repeat customers. We must have our shit together in order for us to retain those customers and that's absolutely essential. So number two then is increase the number of times your customers purchase. How can we do that? I just said that businesses are losing my custom because they don't have their shit together. If they have their shit together, I promise you, I will go back. I buy a feeling as well as a product. I buy a service as well as a feeling and a product. I purchase for many reasons, never just one reason. And for me to return and revisit and become loyal to a business, these are the things that absolutely must have in place for me to return and spend my money. Because willy nilly purchases, they're not there anymore. Elevation of a business um, and ensuring that you are shining bright in all areas. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility as a business owner. So if you are deep in the belt and you are using that, I'm too busy. I can promise you that nothing I say here today will make a difference to you. But however, we can work on that. There are solutions to that. So if you want to change that, then let's work together. Let's get our coaching sessions up and going and let's make sure that we are doing the work in order to make our business shine and be profitable. So you must improve the customer experience by ensuring that their visit is pleasant. If you want to increase the number of times your customers purchase. It is vital for success. You have to engage with your customers online. Always like and reply to comments. Share, share, share. Be active get over yourself put aside 15 minutes a day lock yourself away for those 15 minutes and engage with your customer base or task the person that is in charge of your social media to do that that active engagement is absolutely critical so make sure that you are active um. uh Yeah. Just simply have to cop on and do it. You simply cannot ignore it anymore. Um. And also, I give um online phone food photography courses. If you're shit at your representation of your business. Call me in. It's 20% sponsored by Skillnet. I come to you. I use your food. I use your crockery. I use your lighting. I use your space. I use your tables. I use everything to do with your business. I don't bring any outside pieces in. What I must ensure is that you and your business shine based on you and your business. I don't want to manipulate any scenario or situation. Just to ensure that we can get that consistency. So if you're not able to represent your business through phone, food photography, you must employ my services immediately. This is a huge piece. Increase the number of times your customers purchase. You must have different areas within your business fine tuned. And that's one area that you have to take seriously. And If you're not taking it seriously, well, then you're doing your business a disservice. You are not showing up for yourself if you're not taking this seriously. So cop on and do it. You just simply have to do it. So limited menu items that cost more. This is brilliant. Your menu, menu engineering is massive. I also work on that. I do bespoke menu engineering for businesses to ensure that you shine bright like a fucking diamond. If you are not in this position to do this, you must hire my services. Again, it's 20% funded by Skillnet. I come to you. I drive to you in your business. I make it easy for you. The reason I don't do masterclasses in this as often anymore is because for me to get the best results for you and your business, it is about me doing that one-on-one piece. So not only do Skillnet fund um, a three-month piece where I come to your business, take it apart, put it back together again, and we work together for three months in order to get you through all of the tasks required for you to elevate your business. I also do that phone food photography course. That's also twenty percent funded where. I come to your business and I teach you and your team. You decide who needs to be there. You make them available and we go through it. We make it so simple. We ensure that you can replicate so that you're shining bright on those platforms. And then also it's that menu piece, that menu engineering. If your menu is too big, I'm telling you that you are losing out massively. So bring me in, I drive to your business, I work with you, we sit together, we take it apart, we push it back together. This is about you doing your best work. I want to ensure that you have everything you need to be your best. And I feel so privileged that Skillnet are trusting me with that 20% discount. So they are coming with you on this journey. It's absolutely exquisite. It's amazing what's out there at the minute and I adore what Ireland can do for its business owners. But unfortunately, if you're not willing to pick up the phone, well then we cannot ensure that you are making more money for your business. And that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that your business is working for you. I want to make sure that you are not working for your business and we must make that change. We must, and it's a mindset change and it's a massive business change and it will take the bones of 12 months to get you into that position because overnight success, it doesn't fucking exist. It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. But for us to do our best work in 12 months time, oh my goodness, where you can be if you make the right decisions, I promise you. I promise you, you will love it too. So number three on this journey. Number three is increase the amount of money customers give you. So you have to introduce or consider introducing speciality or premium items onto your menu. It ha- it doesn't have to be all of the time. It's every now and again. Reasons for your customers to go, oh my goodness, they're at it again. This is one of my favourite things that they do. I want to be involved. It only happens every so often. So I am pressing play on that. I am pressing spend. Uh, so Create your combo meals, get clever about it, don't just create a combo meal and not understand what it looks like. Create the combo meal and then start to unpack it. What does it look like to the business? Uh, is it viable? Is it, does it make sense? Uh, what's involved? You have to unpack it fully to understand if it's a clever combo. Not all co- combos are clever. So don't just fucking go about making them and thinking, well, that's what she said. No, 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 You unpack it. You understand how viable it is, how um, profitable it is to your business. Then an only then can you make a decision of putting it on your menu. Um, never put something on your menu without unpacking it first by going backwards, by understanding fully the value to your business because it has to be valuable to the business and something that you can do. So increasing the amount of money your customers give you if your front of house team is not absolutely skilled in the art of upselling and if you haven't invested fully in them and their tools and their upskilling well you will never make more money through customers because you will get it once you won't get it twice and if you're not getting it twice three times four times and if you're not improving your service offering and if you're not improving your menu and if you're not being strategic and if you are not engineering what it is you are putting out to the world, I can promise you, you will not make more money. So as simple as it sounds, nothing is, nothing is. You have to be in a position to unpack it, to create create what it is that you and your business are going to do within these different spaces. So one is, what is it you and your business are going to do to increase the number of customers you have? What are you and your business going to do for that? Number two is, what are you and your business going to do to increase the number of times your customers purchase? What's the plan? What's the strategy? How are you going to measure it? How do you know it's working? How can you capture the insights? So these are really, really important. So the KPIs have to be in place to understand fully what is working, what is not working. You don't just implement and not acknowledge or monitor. You simply can't do that. That's not how you operate a business. That's lazy. You are the business owner, it is your absolute responsibility to task people with certain roles in order to capture this information. So remember that. You don't just bring something to market and hope it'll work. You fucking organise it. You fucking own it. You absolutely control it. You absolutely measure it. That's how you go further faster. So then you have to increase the amount of money customers give you. Your business is to make money. Don't ever forget that. Write that on a wall, understand what it means. It doesn't mean that you are misrepresenting your business. It doesn't mean that you're being mean to your customers. There's no negativity in that space. Business is money. Understand what it looks like and then understand how you can give back. How can you give back to your customers in so many ways? It's absolutely amazing. So come on this journey with me. Tune into my podcasts, understand what's going on in the industry. Understand the certain things required for you to do your business better and understand there are offerings, service offerings. I have three at the minute that are 20% funded by Skillnet and it is absolutely incredible. So let's get cracking lads. Let's stop messing around. Let's elevate ourselves and our business and our team. Let's elevate our service and our menu. Let's get into that position where in 12 months time we are on a different route. We are on a different road. We are in more control. We are happier being business owners because that's what it's all about. It's work life balance. As a business owner, there are sacrifices. There always will be. It's essential. But I tell you one thing for nothing where you are today and where we'll be in 12 months, (laughs) that's where it is. You need to be. So make it a need, make it a must. Let's get in touch. Let's collaborate. Let's work together because what we can achieve as a duo, Ah, it's magic. So there's your top three essential ways for you to make more money in your food business. I hope this was of value. I hope this helps. I hope it makes it clearer. I hope it simplifies because it's three. It's a magic number. It's easy to remember. It's easy to incorporate. It's easy to implement. These are easy. There should be three easy and essential ways to make more money in your food business. It's up to you how you implement them. And for a lot of people, implementing is the hardest part. So get in touch, let's work together. As I said, it's been great and I really do appreciate food business owners who tune in. So I thank you very much for taking the time. And I really hope that this was of value to you and your business. And I look forward to the next podcast. Hmm, what will it be if you want to hear certain topics that are really, really important to you, that are really frustrating you and your business? Send me an email. It's Tracy at com. Let me know what topic I can cover for you and let's get down to business. Adios, amigos. Thanks for tuning in.